0: That will include other books, Daniel, all over the Bible, because you cannot just run through the Bible. You know, it's like you go to college, don't you sit down and sometimes you have to mark certain and cross-reference it. And and what if everybody is there running and jumping and shouting and and you know what happened? You, well, what would you do? You tell the child to sit down because you can't learn that way. See, but. Uh, We mistake what we mistake in the church is that we think that a church is that we shout all the time and we drum all the time. And then what do you learn afterwards? What do you know afterwards? And the churches today, they don't like to hear it, but the churches doesn't know very much about God. Because when you know something about God, nobody can change you. Nobody can influence you. Nobody can lead you down the wrong road because you're grounded just like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water, you're grounded and you're settled in the Lord. See, so the church need to be taught. See, there's no, there's, there's not a lot of teachers. There's a lot of preachers, but not teachers. See, it's hard to find teachers that knows and explain the word of God. And and that's the age we're living in, the close of the church age. See, because those of you who've been listening know that uh, we show uh, in Revelations um, chapter one. Verse, um, verse 1 is a very powerful, is a very powerful verse, uh, Revelations 1, and you, you just help me right there, and in verse 1, it says that um, uh, chapter 1 and verse 1 says, the revelation of Jesus Christ, who, whose revelation? It's the revelation, notice who you're dealing with, it's not your revelation It's not my revelation. This is the son of God. That God the father gave to him. I didn't give it to him. You didn't give it to him. Uh, 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 Deacon board didn't give it to him. Elders didn't give it to him. Nobody gave it to him. You and I did not give it to him. But he says it's the revelation. Of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. Which God. Gave unto him. Who gave it to him? And God gave it to him. To show. To, to what? To show unto his servants. That's include the minister. Remember the servants are the ministers or the angels of the seven churches. To show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. So that that means that these things did not yet happen at that time. But they would come to pass. Since then, since then a lot has happened because we've been through Almost the end of the seven church ages. But that time, the, the church was just uh, barely being formed. They had the upper room experience. That's when the church started. But Jesus told them in Matthew, the uh, 16th chapter, that upon this rock, I will build my church. We've had those scriptures. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, the rock was Jesus Christ. Jesus is that rock. And the church was built upon Christ. Yeah. If you build upon anything besides Jesus, you build on human opi- opinion. You know why this world is in such turmoil and you have the governments and you have the rules and the orders and, and uh, nations are rebelling and whatnot. even here in America. Okay, you cannot put confidence in what's going on here in your own country. But your, your hope should be in the Bible. Your confidence should be in the word of God. If you put your hope in somebody else and uh, you trust that word of that person then you're in trouble you've got to trust the word of God see that's the only hope that you have is to trust the word of God so it says here which uh, uh which he gave uh, God gave it to him the father and you're going to find an encounter with the father in chapter four you get that all through chapter three there's not uh chapter one two three it, well, some is mentioned about the father, but in chapter two, three, four, I mean, two and three, those two chapters, there's not a lot uh, mentioned about the father till you get over into chapter four and chapter five and going on in there. See how God, uh, uh, God is a God of order. And so we are finding out the order of God. See, uh, uh, we, we, if you have a government, there's no order. You have chaos. The same thing for a church. If you have a church where there's no order. Everybody do what they want to do and everybody can say what they want to say, plot like what they want to say. Everybody can, you know, appoint their own minister and fire him when they're ready. If they don't like it. You know, uh, I mean, what do you have? You have chaos. See, but a minister is not appointed by the people. he's not ordained by the people. He's appointed of God. And that's why Jesus read the Bible. That's why Jesus said to the servants, he wasn't talking to the people. He's talking to the pastor. To that pastor, he said, tell that pastor what I have, uh, what I have to say to him and what I've seen and the changes that he needs to make in the take the changes. It's the pastor that makes the changes. OK, the people doesn't get organized and then they make the changes and say, we don't like this and we're going to do this. It's the Lord that does it. See, the Lord gives pastors. OK, in the church. And when God is over with that pastor, God will will take him home or do something. But it's not the people decide what they want, okay? It's the Lord because the people don't know what they want. You might, you might uh, uh, like uh, King Saul, okay? Look how big and how strong he was, but it was David that was the chosen one. See, so we have to let the Lord ch- uh, choose for us. Now, in this beautiful, this beautiful verse right here, revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show. Unto his servants. Who are the servants? The elders, or the pastors rather. The stars, they were the servants of the church. Each church had a servant. Each church had a different pastor. Each church had a different problem. See? They did not have the same problem. Some were doing better than some. And he uh, says that to show, that means reveal it. Show unto his servants things. Which must shortly come to pass. Here they were standing and this thing was still future. But it was going to come to pass shortly. With speed. One event after another. So when we find out. When it began with Ephesus. Right? It began it with the first church in Ephesus. And what happened? They That was the apostolic church. That was the age of the apostolate. And they were doing very, very well. At start. The church was... Uh, remember, and we described for you that in church and when following it is that Jesus Christ came bright as sun in chapter chapter one. OK, verse uh, where is garment? We had it Wednesday night. Remember, said John was in the um, spirit. Verse 10 on the Lord's day. Remember, and in the spirit on the Lord's day. Then he heard a voice as of a trumpet. Talking. OK, there was a talking trumpet. Okay, chapter four. Saying that's talking. Saying something. The trumpet was saying something. What was the trumpet saying? I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. That's settled. That's settled, really You you you're not before him, and you can't uh, uh, get at the end. He was there at the start and at the at the end. And what thou seest, you have to see something. See, the problem is with the church is that we've lost the vision. What thou seest, write in a book. So John had to see something, and he wrote it. So he sent it, he, here's the book that we have right now. See, and you have to read it. And here's a, and sent it unto the seven churches which are in Asia. So they were living almost two, 2,000 years since then. Do you know that there's been millions and millions of people have read that letter? Did you know that we're not the first ones? Millions of people. You think you're the first one that's reading it? huh? Or it was only written to you? No, millions of people. Go read it your church history. Go through the dark, what you call the dark ages. This is what I uh, 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 help people to withstand against the lions, the wild beasts, and the fire, the fiery furnace, and the torture. Have you read Hebrews 11? Or they torture these saints of God and they were burned to the stake. Uh, read, read your church history. And then you know. But the thing is that Modern church, we already know that there was a church before us. For 2,000 years, there's been a church. And people have been suffering and and, and being laid away to the kingdom of God. One after another. Not not all. Everybody that goes to church is not going to be in the kingdom. Because you have to press your way into it. You have to want to be in the kingdom of God. Otherwise, you're not going to be in the kingdom of God. You have to prove yourself that uh, you're not going to cause trouble. You're not a troublemaker. You're going to, Lord, you trust me. My city will be peaceful. Otherwise, he's not going to give you five city or one city or ten city. So the church is the age when we are being tested and proved. And we have to prove that, Lord, I will never follow the devil. I will never be influenced. So he says, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it onto the seven churches which are in Asia. Unto one there it is. You have to know one, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, and Unto Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. So right now we are still in the church dispensation. Okay, we are still in the uh, in the church age, but that's um that's going to come to an end pretty soon. See, we are coming down to the close of the um, church age. Now verse uh, is it twelve? Then then then, and I turn and see a voice. I turn and see the voice that spake with me. Then he turned around. He, he didn't really know who was talking to him. And being turned, what did he what did he see? Explain what he saw. I saw seven golden candlesticks. And remember, uh, I think. Um, uh, Did did you read Exodus 25? Uh, uh, You remember when I gave you that? 21, uh, 31 to 40? Can we just turn right there a little bit? And I told you I'd get back to it. Exodus, what? Chapter 25, what verse? Verse, uh, let's read 31 because it's good to read the scripture. Okay, now I start here. And thou, uh, Exodus... uh, Chapter 25, started verse 31. And thou shalt make a candlestick of pure gold, of beaten work, shall the candlestick be made. His shaft and his branches, his bowels, his knobs, and his flowers shall be the same. I want to show you that God's God of order. God doesn't just do things, but is a God of order. Okay, now verse 32 now says. And six branches shall come out of the sides of it. Three branches of the candlestick out of the one side and three branches of the candlestick out of the other side. Verse 33. Three bowls made like unto almonds with a knop and a flower in one branch. And three bowls made like unto almonds in the other branch with a knop and a flower, so in the sixth branch that come out of the candlestick, 34, and in the candlestick shall be four bowls made like unto all men, with their knobs and their flowers, 35, and there shall be a knob under two branches of the same, and a knob under two branches of the same, and a knob under two branches of the same, you say, well, oh, I repeat this, you don't understand what God's doing. God's not in a hurry, okay? You don't get to a glory in a hurry. God doesn't just put, uh, you know, the the creation in 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 seven hours or a few hours or so on. God's got a patient. That's why God works in your life and make changes in us. And look how long it take for God to make changes in us. And Lord, but I went through this already, and the Lord said, "Let's do it again." And Lord, but I've been, uh, Lord said, "Let's do it again," because. When it's over, God's going to have pure gold. He's going to have a perfect church. He's going to have a perfect uh, child of God. So here you say, why is he repeating the same thing? According to the six branches and and proceed out of the that proceed out of the candlestick. Verse 36 now says, their knots and their branches shall be of the same. Oh, you see that? Everything's got to be the same. The same spirit. The same order. You can't have one. I've, I've, I've gone one way, like, uh, say, for example, uh, you sing the choir, but one is singing a different uh, key from the rest of the, what's going to happen? And, and parade, the, 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 the soldier is marching, but one is going a different step. It's out of step. See, so God's a God of order. See, the now the sun is shining. You you, you go, they can only see the moon or not because it's not the time for the moon to shine. The same thing, God is a God of order. See, but we don't believe that God is, a, you know, everything, the church. We just do what we want to sing and, and say what I want to say and talk the way I want to talk in the house of God. There's no order to it. I do it and God's going to say, well done. That's not true. That's deception. But the church is so deceived because we don't know the order of the word of God. We get away from the word of God and we get into our own brain. And we talk too much to people who do this and we group and we congregate. Instead of grouping with the word of God. That's why we make so much mistakes. That's why the churches have made so many mistakes. Because they've. They've they've counseled with the wrong spirit. There's a wrong spirit. I don't care if it's your mother. Your sister. Your brother. There's a wrong spirit. Amen. And you can. You can danger by taking sides with the devil. But God. God has to have a word. And an order. See when you read the Bible. You know there's a God of order. But when you just read one little verse, verse. You don't know anything. See, and you spend more time with the television than you do with God. Or with the telephone, talking to somebody. If you talk to somebody more than all you talk to God, you're in trouble. Even your cousin. See, so their knots, look at it. Their knots and their branches shall be of the same. That means the same material. Okay, they have to have the same spirit. They have to have the same order. You can have a different spirit. Okay, in a church. One doing this and one doing the other one. And let's do this. Let's do. That's not the way it works. There's one servant that God puts in the church. Amen. And he followed that follow the word of God. Nobody else. Amen. Absolutely no. Otherwise the church goes boom. The church is off. And it blows up. That's why all those churches have blown up. Because men and women stand up that didn't understand things about God. But they want to direct. They want to tell the church what to do. You see, but that's not the way it works. You've got to have the same spirit. The same word. The same material. You've got to be in the same beat. Amen. It's not one going left, right, and the other going right, left. That's not the way it is. One have their hands off way, and the other one touching the ceiling. That's not the way it is. It's an order that God has in the church. God has an order. Look at, look at it. Way back from Genesis. That's why they, they came to the wilderness with an order. And when God built the tabernacle, which was a type of the church, It had to be the same material. You've got to come with the same spirit. Loving God. Not one spirit divided. The church is not divided. If the church is divided, you're in trouble. But it's the same spirit. Amen. That's what built the church. That's what built the early church. It wasn't some group getting together and and talking and distinct what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. No. But God put a man that knows the word of God, that understands the word of God, that pushes the devil back. Amen. Amen. And all of the church of God needs to, uh, to come into line. Same spirit. Amen. You've got to have the same order. You've got to have the same government. Not one shouting and screaming and bellowing out something. And the other one's going the different way. But it says, this is, look at it. That's beautiful. But you wouldn't understand. But look at verse 36 again. Their knobs and their branches shall be of the same material. Everything about the church has got to be one. United. And it shall be one. (laughs) Oh praise the Lord. Did you understand that? Look look at it. Look at it. Slow down. It shall be one. Beaten. You know what beaten means? You take the material. I don't want. Discipline. Changing. You too puffed up. Beat you down. Too much of your seed. You too long cut it off. One beaten work. Do you get that? God's got to beat just like a soldier. When he gets in, they beat him up. That's why That's why I become a, a soldier. And he can they march together because they're beaten into one material. And that's what God, why, why shouldn't the church if the army can do that? And we don't get upset when the army says, jump over that fence boy," And they all got to get over it. The same fence. Not wire and one lower. You've got to scale the same height. You've got to crawl crawl under the same fence. Nobody gets upset. But when in the church. Why is he doing it that way? Huh? I'm not going to do it that way. I will go ahead and form your own army. So you form your own army. Is that the way you do it in the United States? No. But there's an order to God. And there's one beaten work. Uh, Have you been beaten? Have you been cast down? Have you been crushed? Have you been stamped upon? But you're not defeated? Have you been rejected? But yet you stand up. One beaten work. Hallelujah. You've never been beaten. As soon as you uh, you put on a depression machine, you get upset and you want to leave church. Now you can't take it. The pressure machine. When God begins to beat you and uh, and straighten you out, you can't take it. But it says that it's one beaten Work. I notice what happened. It's pure gold. The material has to be pure. It's not. It's not uh, what you want. And how? It's the word of God. Somebody said, but I like. If you can't take the word of God now, are you going to take it at the judgment? You can. It's right now. The Bible said it's got to be a one-beaten material. It's got to be the same spirit. Huh? Paul said that about Paul and who was it? What we not? Um, what was it? Uh, uh, walk we not. Was it Titus? Walk we not. In the, be the same spirit. If you've got a church where uh, one is preaching. And the other one is uh, uh, reading their, their computer. Or their phone. And not even paying attention. That's not the same spirit. Or putting on faces and expression. To, uh, you know to let others see that. I don't go along with that. But you've got to be the same material. One beaten uh, uh, one, their knots and their branch, what a verse, shall be of the same. All, all it shall be one beaten work of pure gold. So here's the gold, and yet it's pure. God's going to beat pure gold into, into one. What is it? We are going to be one in Christ. It's not that I'm serving God one way. You know, everybody do it their way. That's not so. That's not the order of the government or the kingdom of God. It's one beaten work of pure gold. The church is one, let's say, one beaten work of what? What kind of material? It's not your spirit. It's not what you offer up or you come to church and you give that and this is what I have and accept me like how you walk in the church full of the devil, full of sin. Sin is wrong. And you've got to repent of your sin. Doesn't matter who it is, but uh, oh, I'm special. No, it's one beaten work of pure gold. Everybody has got to go through the same pressure, go through the same uh, discipline, go through the same government. It's not one government for you in the church and you do what you want to do when somebody else can't do it. No, it's the same government, the same government, and you don't change it. Nobody changes church. Nobody change the order of God. The God, the order of God stands up. And we preach the word of God like it is. You ought to go home and read read this word and mark it because say thank God I was in church this morning because I didn't understand what that means. The word of God begin to grind on my spirit. Don't get upset and leave the church and get mad. Take it because uh, whom the Father love it, He chasten and scorch every son that He receive it. Now look at verse 37. Now look at verse 37 says, and thou shalt make the seven lamps. How many? How many uh, churches were there? Seven churches. And this candlestick was a type of the church. But how many lambs did it have? Seven what? Lambs. How many lambs does the uh, church, the New Testament have? Seven. Do you know that? Let's name that. Ephesus? Ephesus? Smyrna? Pergamos. Tyrethira. Come on. Sardis. Sardis Philadelphia, Philadelphia. And Laodicea Remember I told you Wednesday night you need to know this word perfect. Of course we'll come back to that again. Okay see the church. You see it's not just grabbing a verse and you run on. But you need to know the scriptures. And it said, and thou shalt make the seven lambs thereof. How many? So you see God, God has got, got an order. If but there the church... Had to be beaten. right? And one material. Okay. Well how come in the New Testament. They've got a foreign material. They've got Balaam. They've got Balaam. They've got a Jezebel. they have one of all different kind of order. right? Uh, the Nicolete, Nicolaitans. How uh, come in our church. Uh, New Testament. The 21st century. I mean 21st. Uh, 2021. How come we've got so many. Things that we bring in the church. Hmm? Uh, How come we bring all different things in the church. Different spirit. It's not beaten. You couldn't bring anything. Any foreign element. That could not be beaten in. And be a part of the church. It has to be one material. Pure gold. To a pure uh, candlestick. And thou shalt make the seven. uh, Make the seven lamps thereof. And they shall light the lamps thereof. That they may give light. What right, hold on? Hold on. Let's go. Let's slow down. See? And thou shalt make the seven lamps thereof. Okay, so there. But what was the purpose? What was the purpose? And they shall light the lambs thereof. What if you have a lamp and there's no light? You have a church and there's no light. There's no knowledge. There's no spirit of revelation. There's no insight. But the people remain in darkness. The people are still in darkness. You still don't know anything. And it's if, if man. You don't want to see the light. See. But the light dispels the darkness. Amen. Otherwise that would be a dark church. That church would be in darkness. So there's got to be a pastor. A minister. A servant. With the word of God. That lights the lamp. Has anybody light your lamp? Are you going to a church that the lamp is lighted? Yeah. And thou shalt make the seven lamps. Thereof, and they they shall thou shall light the lambs thereof, that they may give. Here's the reason why now, that they may give light over against it. The light dispels the darkness, and you are the light of this world. That's the only light the church, I mean the world has, is a church that's lighted. See, but the purpose of the devil is to put your light out. That's why he leads you into gossips. That's why it leads you into rebellion. That's why it leads you into take sides and fight the church. Because you want to blow your lights out. He doesn't want you to be effective. He doesn't want you to see. He doesn't want the church to see. Okay. But he come over and he try to blow it out. Blow what? The light. Somebody lighted. It. Amen. Somebody light it. But the devil comes over to blow it out. And that's what happened to Israel. That's why they went in captivity. The lights went out. The lights went out. And once that light goes out. They are in. Praise the Lord. Thank you gentlemen. Once that light went out. They were in darkness. See the lights went out. But the Lord said let your light. So shine. Your candlestick. And he said that you are a city. Right in and around. You are lighted. But you go around murmuring, complaining, running the church down. You're not a light. You're not a light because that's not the order of God. The order of God is that you show your light. That everybody knows that you are on the side of the Lord. Who is on the Lord's side? You are standing up for Jesus. Amen. And you're not, you're not, nobody's going to blow your light out. Well, I don't uh, agree with me. Oh, oh, do you know that? Oh, do you know that? You're not, you're not Christ. Huh? Jesus set the order. Okay? And when there's a problem, Jesus will deal with the pastor, the minister, to correct it. Not, the, not somebody in the audience correcting it. No, no, nobody has the authority to stand up and correct a church. Nobody, whether this church or any church, you don't have that. That's overstepping limits. Nobody has that authority. Because God has an order, no more than you could command the United States force. See, we don't have that authority. That policeman out there, you get in his way. And he charges you for obstruction. See, if he's dealing with a case and you get over there, he'll charge you for obstruction. See, and, and so, or you can be charged for aiding and abetting to a crime. You see a crime and you never you never talk about it or expose it. You see a robbery or murder and, and a plot against the United States and you never reveal it. Well, you just uh, accessory to the fact and you can be charged. See, uh, but we've got to be bold soldiers and brave soldiers. And stand up for the word of God. And uh, this message I ought to get you this morning because you didn't know that this was in the Bible, you no, know, uh, New Testament. And I just, um, I just, uh, I turned there. But um, no, it's it's wonderful what God is doing. So here he says now, back to the same verse: "And thou shalt make the Exodus uh, 25, verse 37. And thou shalt make the seven. Notice how many seven churches, if you know your Bible, in Ephesus." There was seven camel stick. A type of the church. Okay. The church is found all over. You, you can find it all over. Jesus Stephen said he was with the church. In the wilderness in Acts chapter 7. He was back there. He was the angel. That was with the church in the wilderness. The same angel that was with the church in the wilderness. Is with us this morning. Amen. It's the same angel. That's following us. And when. Joshua was going to fight, uh, was it Jericho? And he saw the angel and he went up to the angel and said, who are you? Are you for us or our adversaries? He said, nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord, am I now come. We've got a captain. We've got a captain of the host of the Lord. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he sets the agenda of the church. Not, not some brothers and sisters in church that set an agenda where they don't know nothing about God. They don't even know. Nothing about God. It's an order that God has. And if the church follows those spirits, that church will go under. You've got to stay in the word of my. You've got to follow only God. Only God. Whether you rise up or you fall, only God. You don't follow because it's not by might nor by power. But it's by my spirit, said the Lord. And God, whether you like it or not, God is going to have a church. And he does have a church. And he will have overcomers. This is not a game or a joke. Nobody stop the church. Nobody stop the church. Nobody stop the church. And nobody blow the lights out. Because even one can chase a thousand. One can chase a thousand. You are a city on a hill. So you rise up and praise the Lord. And shout glory to God. And don't let nobody scare you or intimidate you. Or talk about Jesus Christ is coming back. And he's coming back for a church without spot. So if you like the spots, fine. Well, oh, I don't think so. But it's coming back for a church without spot, without wrinkle, and that's song about you and I. That's song about you and I. It's not for somebody else. It's for you. It's for you. Don't pass it off to anybody else. Like it's them. It's not. I'm perfect. You're not. Thou shall make the seven lamps thereof. How many? And they shall light. They shall light. So somebody has to light it. Somebody has to preach it. Somebody has to explain the word. They shall light. The lamps. Thereof. Are you lighted? That they may. Give light. Over. Against it. See. Verse thirty is it? Verse thirty-eight. And the tongs thereof, and the snuff dish thereof, shall be of pure gold. Now you know what the tongs is, because the tongs was to turn over the coals, because you don't take it up with your hand to burn you. But you have a like your barbecue, and you have something to take the coals, or you take, turn over things. There's a tong that turn over. So, you need a tongue to turn you over. Otherwise, you stay on one side too long and you get burned. That's why pastor get in there and flip you because you, you ever see somebody? They're stuck in the same spirit. And nobody touched me. They got the same spirit. I'm going to do what I want to do, act the same way. They never turn. They come to church, same spirit all the time. Swing. I'm not going to change. Nobody's going to change me. And there comes the pastor reaching there. And have coals, mark boy. They burn you up. But he has a tongue. See, he's coming after you. But he has a tongue, and you think you're gonna burn him. But he's got something to hold you. God provides something to grab you, because God knows that you'll burn him up. Do you know that God has a, a plan? Because God knows those they will burn up the pastor, will burn up the man that's doing that. So he has a tongue. <laughs> They reach in there and no matter how hot it is, a fire. But he can still reach in there because here's that brother that's going cold as a bad spirit. And he needs to change from that bad spirit because he's full of the devil. He's got demons in his life. He's controlled by demons, but he's in the church. So the pastor reach in with the tongue and get a hold of a hot dog or you flip an hamburger and all of that spirit. What do you do? You take the tongue and get at them. They're coming they there and they're, no, nobody's going to eat. Uh, they're not going to turn me over. Yes, they'll turn you over. They'll flip you. In a church, you go to a real church that's going to flip you. You're going to hear words that will turn you over. There's words that will change you. You understand? You don't control the church. Nobody control the church. Me, you, or nobody. It's the order that Christ gave. Isn't this wonderful? Huh? The, the tongue, they off. And the snuff dish, they off. You have... Uh, the, the, the tongue and the snuff dish and all that you would uh, uh, scrape off the, 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 the burnt material, the coal, the reject. You won't change that bad spirit you got. Uh, you know, just scoop it off. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. But I won't change. But well, he's got a tongue to change. You flip you over like a burger. And then what happened? He cleaned you off with the word of God and his snuff dish. He just. Coo- yeah, have you ever done that? Clean. The, have you ever cleaned the grill? I said, have you ever cleaned your grill? When you're going to barbecue. Well that's the order that God gives. God had that long time before there was ever a barbecue. He said you turn it over. That's what he said. Here's the material. Uh, the weapons of a warfare. They're not cornered. But they're mighty through God. To pulling down a stronghold. So he gave you a word that can deal with anybody in the church. Here, here is a tongue. To turn that brother over. He's rebellious. And oh God he's, he's vicious. But you just reach over there. Uh, not by might not by power. And the tongue is long enough to flip him over and to flip sister and to flip over that church until what happened? They begin to uh, they begin to be uh, not one side burn. You remember uh, Ephraim was an unturned cake. You know, have you ever uh, you ever pour pancake and you only uh, one side and then you, you, you don't turn it over. What happened to the other side? And that's what happened to a lot of people. They don't want to turn it over. See, they just want to stay on one side, one spirit, one order. Don't talk to me. Let me do what? You're just an unturned cake, the Lord says. You 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 never was turned over. See, you never been in a church that turned you over. You've always had your way. You've always done what you can do until you find a God that doesn't care what you do. He only care for that. He only stand up for the word of God. That's what's coming back to this generation. The church lost it. What is coming back? Where somebody stand up and preach the word exactly, exactly like it is. You want a revival? people say oh we need a revival they think a revival is only a revival of shouting no it's a revival when you make a change when you let let when this church let the the, the, the minister reach over the tongue and flip you over from side to side make changes in your life where you got to get that, uh, that part that has never been touched by the fire and, and expire of the word of God expose it to the anointing you don't know what it means but you go around with your little spirit we go around the churches today with our little spirit, and we think we know it. We think we have an order, and until God just show you the Word of God, you never even know that those scriptures were there, did you? I said, did you know that? You know, you never know that there was scripture that God made up. God made a provision for your spirit, for mice? Uh, God has a tongue that a minister can reach right, right over. Hey, how, how long is this tongue? Huh? This tongue can reach far. You know, somebody might be in L.A., but this tongue this morning can reach and begin to realize that they're hearing and said, I've got to turn over. I've got to make changes. This tongue can reach as far as Africa. If they will let him somebody's got God there. But he said to make changes in my life. See? And the tongue thereof and the snuff dishes there be of pure gold. Even even the thing that you used, that means a church is coming into being. But he had it at the start. A church came out of the wilderness, rather the upper room was pure gold. But you know what? The spirit of Jezebel. In the spirit of Balaam. They had uh, the doctrines of Balaam. And what do we have today? What kind of spirits do we have? Uh, what kind of spirits do we have? You come to church and what, what kind of spirit motivates you? Who's running the church? Huh? Is it you or the Lord? The Holy Ghost? Or who's God talking to a Or to the servant of God? To the minister? Who is he? Hmm? So... So you don't understand. You don't understand. Oh, well, God talking to me like that one better than that one. It's not your choice. It's God's choice. And God doesn't even think about you. God thinks about his work. Amen. And God doesn't God doesn't care what I think about. His word stands. You never care in Moses' day. So that's, was that the last verse? One more, two more. Okay. Uh, of a talent. Okay. Even the measurement. Look at that. You know, some people they come to church. And their spirit is more heavier than everybody else. They got more. Heavy. In the true spirit. But they have a way themselves. But they weigh everybody else. They can find what's perfect. And a gossip about somebody. And they can tell you whether you. Have love of God or not. But they can't tell themselves that. See. But when I have the love of God. I don't have to say I have the love of God Of a talent of pure gold. How much? One talent of pure gold shall he make it with all these vessels. The same amount, the same way. No, nobody's trying to get ahead of anybody. Nobody's more righteous than the other. Nobody's trying to show you, oh, oh hey, look at me. <coughs> Are we comparing? See, God's not going because you weigh more. God, God controlled the weight. You know why God controlled the weight? Because God has a body. God has a house. That he made. For all of us. And your size. Your house. Might not fit me. But God is one that makes the house. In Corinthians. We have a building of God. And God, God doesn't make it. If you're too long God's not going to extend it. Or if you're too short. God has your size. Yeah. And all, every one of us has got to fit the same size. Yeah. When it's all, all over. The unity of the faith. We've got to come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge <clears throat> of the son of unto what? Unto a perfect man. On of the talent. A talent of Pure gold. Are you pure gold? Hmm? Are you? Are, 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 is this church pure gold? But how do you work the word? To the to the hungry soul, every bit of you sweet. You've got to take the word of God. You can't take a part of it, and you can't be partial. Or you can say you are. But if that spirit of God is not changing you and working in you and a ministry is not turning you over. Oh no, Jesus is going to turn you over. Go ahead and wait. Go ahead and wait. Jesus is going to come and turn you over. He's never come and turn you over. It's the ministry. God has an order. Hmm? No more than uh, uh, Jesus is going to play the tambourine for you. Or or Jesus, oh no, Jesus will stand up there and preach. Let me sit down and see if Jesus comes up here. Because that's not the order of God. God's given to the church. Apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers. For the perfecting of the saints. Amen. You know what happened to me in this city? I was pastoring a church. And I got fired. Look at what God did. God gave me this. That's how I know God is so real. For 20 something years. And we preach all over the world. All over the world. Amen. I see false prophets and prophetess coming. And God brought us true. You know why? Because we've been beaten gold. We've been beaten gold. But you don't know how God works. You stand still and let God work for you. Preach the word. And I've never changed preaching the word. Preach the word. That's what you need. Preach it. There it is. There it is. It's up there. It's up there. That's what you preach. The word. You can read. Last verse. Is it? (laughs) And notice here. And look that thou. Make them. Oh Lord. What a scripture. After the everybody Everybody's in order. It's not one. Could you imagine. One out there. And. It's reaching way over there. And a the little short one over here. And another one is too fat. Another one is too skinny. You understand what I'm trying to say? Everybody has got to be the same. What is God working on? God's not working on a crowd. Fill up the church with a lot of people. That's not what he's working for. God is looking for. Have you ever read the parables of Jesus? That diamond, that pearl in the field? That one treasure? Might be you. We'll get into that in the future. Because that's in the church age. And you become the pearl of great price, the treasure hid in the field. Their treasure hid in the field. Where are they? See? Their hidden treasure. And God will go anywhere to find that one. God is not looking for a whole bunch. He searches until he finds that one marina. That one treasure. And it's hidden. It's hidden. So it doesn't come from your tongue. It comes from your heart. Your tongue can't say anything. Your tongue is... Snaky. But it's the spirit of your heart. Do you have a heart that's beaten? That changed? That humble humility? The pastor said do something. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do just what I want. And look that thou made them after their pattern. What are you doing? The pa- what was the pattern? The early church. The seven churches in Asia. And the Lord shows us what not to pattern. And what to pattern? Make it. Make them after their pattern. Which was showed thee. Where? in the Was everybody up there with Moses? Or was he up there just about himself? Huh? Did he take everybody up in the mountain? Huh? No. But everybody wanted to make it. That's why those that didn't understand make golden calves. Remember when he came down? What were they doing? Dancing and golden calves and plotting and how to overturn Moses. You remember what they did? They didn't want Moses. Moses was up in him the- and they were planning to overturn him. Are you all looking at me? Yes. That's true. Moses up there seeking for God. And they're plotting to overturn him. But did they do it? You know why? Because if God be for you. If God's on your side. And God's going to preach the word of God anyhow. Because you did not appoint. You did not appoint anybody. So you change or you don't change. But you're not going to change the church. You're not going to change the church. Nobody's going to change this church. Nobody. You know why? Because my trust is in almighty God. I trust God. And not men. Since I came this year. I never trusted men. That's why. You can stand here this morning with such a message. You've never heard this message. I don't care where you've been to church. You've never heard this. I preach the church of God. From the New, the Old Testament. Show you what we're talking about the seven churches. Isn't that wonderful Marina? You like that don't you? Nathaniel do you like that? See when you grow up to be a preacher. You stay right there. Because that's your defense. You stand up as an attorney. Who knows and argue for Christ. And defend the church. Did I defend the church this morning? From the Old Testament? Can you prove it? That's wrong. That's right. You got the same material. So when one is over there doing something else. That's not even a church. You've got to get back in there. What do you do? Begin to beat that material. Beat it out. Beat out that spirit. Beat out that rebellion. Beat out that spirit. And nobody can stop it. Beat the spirit out. Change. You know, we go to church all our life and nobody has ever disciplined us or changed us. So we do it. But you ever find a real church and a man of God is going to, you can't bend him. He bends you. You need to break. You need to change Amen. because there's a lot of people that talents but not submission. Talented but never submit. What good is that? What good is that? You can run fast, but you never take order from the from a coach or something like that. You can you're good at tackling, but you you're better. You want to play your own football. Huh? You're good. Uh, you're good, but uh, you don't want to listen. Huh? You're fast, but you don't want to wait for that gun to go off. You go ahead. What do, I, what do they charge you with? Well, the same thing for the church. You don't want to run in line. You don't want to listen. You're going to run your own race. <coughs> but there's an order to God, there's an order to the church. God doesn't go by who you like better. You know, well, I don't like this dress. I like this suit. I don't like these shoes. You think that's the way God picked you? No. When God does it, he does it for himself. And not to please you and I. Well, I think I want a pastor that's tall, dark, handsome. I want a nice, young guy that, oh, I just love. Is that the way God picks it? Why you all look at me? Is that the way God picks it? But I like this one better. When then I can, when when they're preaching, oh, I get so thrilled, really. You need to check your spirit and see if that spirit is of God. You check your spirit. That's what the church does. It checks us and find out, am I right or are you right? That's what you do. So let's look at, and look that thou make them after their patterns. There's a pattern. It's not my pattern. There's an order that God has for all the church and all the people. Which was showed in notice. Something was showed in. Don't change it. In the mountain. Something is shown in the word of God. Don't change it. Don't let somebody change it. Anytime you change, it's going to sink. Anytime you put men or women in charge and they're in control. I've been to the city, you know many times I've been before long, some, before some of you came here. I used to sing Pentecostal songs, you know, Holy Ghost song. But there's some folks came here from another religion. They don't like clap hands and happy, can't please everybody. And they walk in right straight and says, we don't want no Pentecostal songs today. That's what they told us. And they went to the right person, the wrong person, my wife. Mm-hmm. And my, my wife turned right back there and says, we are going to have Pentecostal songs today. And my wife stood there and played Pentecostal songs. Because you don't change the order of God. See, you don't change the order of God. What do you do? What do you do? You go by it. See, and when I come down here, I don't even ask Joy or what, what she's playing. Unless it's something hard. But most times she's right. Most times, which is good. Beautiful songs that she played. You know why? Because I'm letting her grow, and it's in line. I don't, I don't, I don't say anything to the, But if I have to, I would. Yeah. See, when some, when something is moving out of line. But look at this. I didn't get, I didn't get very far in, in Revelation, did it? God took me to Exodus. Remember, I told you to wait. That's why I told you to wait Wednesday night. I didn't want to go. I wanted more time for that. So let me begin to close it. It says. And look. Attention. What does Revelation start? I look. I see. And here's again. Look. And look. Be careful now. That's what he's saying to the pastor. You do not build it after what the board of deacons says. That's not a church. There's not one deacon has the plan. Not even the pastor don't have the plan. That's why he has to go to the book. Because one, how many churches are in the world? And they all have a different order. And you try to follow them. They got one over there. They got one over there. You know what? You're a copycat. And that's not the order of God because they have it. Hmm? If somebody want to have a steak sandwich, let them have it. But the other person might want to have spaghetti, yes. salad, no, <laughs> salad, yes. And but this is so awesome. This, this, I mean, this when I studied this scripture upstairs, Lady, and it, it gripped me. So I said, wait, this is a feast. You like that this morning? Yeah. Exodus, the old testament. And he said, And look that thou make them after their pattern. It's an order. Alright, what do you think it's in there for? Here you are in the church. What am I doing here? Make you the same pattern. One in Christ. Oh, you might have different color. I'm not trying to change your color. I'm not even trying to change your weight or your height. But I'm trying to say in the same spirit. The spirit of Christ. One pattern. Let us make man in our image. One order. Not one doing this. And one doing this. What kind of church you see that? Well, we're going to change a pastor if we that's not a church. That's not a church. They try you for treason if you do that in the government. See, you can't do that. It's one pattern, one order. You didn't know that? You think the church Jesus said you do what you want to do and oh well done, thou good and faithful servant. Where do you get that from? What spirit do you have? Huh? We need to change. And the word of God is there. You, you don't know the Bible. I know the Bible. See, there in the word of God. There in the word of God. You can't beat the word of God. It's there. But it's hidden. You don't know. He said, and look that thou make them after their pattern. All I'm doing is interpreting for you. If they've been an interpreter. Because you can't interpret it. I can. That's why I'm here. I'm, in, I'm in, an interpreter. I could just read it and let you. Oh just read it. But I'm not only reading it. But if there be an interpreter. One among a thousand. Then the Lord will say. Spirit. them. So that's what I'm doing right here. I'm, I'm trying to show you an whole scripture. And interpreting. And look that thou make them. After the pattern. The pattern is already there. You're not making a pattern or order. All the pastor has to do is make the pattern. I mean, look, look. This suit they had a pattern. I mean, they cut it, but this doesn't fit everybody. But it fits me. I think the shoes fits me. You know, they made it long time ago, and I tried it on because they have a pattern, and God already cut a pattern out. That everybody that comes after can fit right in it. Yeah. Ephesus can fit in it. He has the seven our candlestick That you can fit the seven churches. And he has the seven churches you fit in it. And you look that down. Make them after the pattern. Make sure if you change it. God is not going to accept it. Which will show thee. In the mountain. You got to get up there with the mountain. And let God show you. And I tell you there is so much to say. I wish I had time. But when I I study the Word of God and I get so uh, so excited. So so that's what I do in the daytime of dinner, study the Word of God. It's a lot. How would you get this? You think I just do it by watching television or listening? Hmm? Eh? I don't I don't hardly really have any friends. I had a lot of friends. But the Lord showed me that He has something for me to do. What is it? Study. What a way to spend your golden years. Study. I'm blessed of God. God said I want you to study. I run all over the world. I've been in meetings everywhere. I go once in a while. But that's not my focus. My focus is now. Is to find out. What the pattern is. And make sure. That those that will listen. That's all I have to do. Will be made. Of the same pattern. When you come to the church, the same spirit, not all different contrary spirits. Gossiping little groups, you know, they form little cliques, and everybody knows that I can go over there and gossip if I want, and gossip still, But if I want, uh, 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 what, what, what kind of, anything you want, you get it. Any kind of spirits you, you should serve. I know who is serving what. That's not what you do it. So, what does a pastor do? He comes and change it. How? With the word of God. Because the word of God will blow it apart. It's like you drop a bomb. In that group. Or in that spirit. You drop it in the devil's world. Boom. And blow the devil up. There's no devil can stand it. You shut them out of the devil. You bind them in Jesus name. Somebody say the devil rise up. Only because you're scared. But God has not given us the spirit of fear. You stand up and you put God's word in. Am I alright, Tati? Is that right? You stand up and you put the word of God in. You chase the devil out, and those that stay, change and love God. Okay? It's not two churches. And you do what you want. Nobody can do what they want and get away for a long here. I'll stop it. Because this is a church. This is a church. This is a church. Am I alright, football players? Is that the order? Can you do what you want to do on the field? Or the coach will just pull you by the pants and throw you off? You know what I'm talking about. You know what discipline is. And does the football team have more discipline than a church? No. You can't get out of that, dug- that dugout until he calls you. No, no, I can just do what I want. to. That's a, I, you go out and play your own football game and do what you want. You play by your rules? No. Oh, you don't play by your rules in the church. There's an order to God. Somebody said, oh, there's too many rules in this church. I God, the craziest stuff. Don't you ever hear too many rules? God, what do you think you are? Listen, if you're on the Lord's side, you're going to stand up for right. And you're going to know in your spirit that that's right. You know that I did preach on the word of God and you never heard that before. And you're going to say praise the Lord. Or you can get so mad that boy, you get so mad. But go ahead and get mad if you want to. Or glad if you want to. But you don't change the football rules, right? You play, but if they say be there at one o'clock, and you come at two, are you going to play? Hmm? I, they, they tell you what color to wear, what how to look. You can't just get on the field, and you don't want to. You don't want to play according to how they play. You don't. You don't. You don't uh, play according to how you want to play. You don't do that. You don't make your rules. Don't, you don't make your rules. You play by the rules of the church. You play by the rules at the football team. Am I right? Do you, we were by your house. And you got an order. You got beautiful flowers. But do you think that I could come over there and pick one of your flowers? Without your permission? No, that wouldn't be right. What about God's house? Or do you think I could remove a furniture around? And change it up? But what about the house of God? Or let's change it up. What do you think God is? No. Changing God's house. We're changing the pastors. Out. This is not my house. I never have a church that's named after me. So I want to let you know. Anyway, we're going to have order and peace in this church. In this church. I tell you. It's going to be so. You said, oh, you don't know me. See, you don't know me. I've been through the fire. You don't know where I came from. I've been through the fire. Wait, wait. My pastor, you couldn't even. Well, let me stop. There's a order to church. He'll ask you, where are you going in that color shirt? You think that Jesus would dress like that? Or Jesus would get a haircut like that? You know, I mean those are but that's what I'm saying this there's, there's can and you could turn back say what say brother why are you wearing a man of God should wear that color shoes look at it and it's setting in order because once you wear that color shoes everybody's going to take it on. once you have that spirit and let that spirit get away you know that color spirit that bad spirit everybody's gonna take it on. We've seen that over and over so thank God for this word I hope you enjoy what a message. You know why God sent me here? Because God knows me. God knows me. I'm here to build this church. I've seen it up and down many times. But it has never been defeated. All right, give you a little, which I don't normally do. But give you, and this doesn't stop you because we're going to receive our offering.